Welcome to Heart Chats with Jessica, where we are having fun in Jesus. Join us today to hear an encouraging message to help you embrace your place and finish your race with joy and victory. That same forgiveness to someone who, you know, you find a fault in or someone who does something against you, you release that same gift of forgiveness. When you come into this realization of the power of God's forgiveness and his love for you and what you've done and his love for the world, you will become quick, you know, to respond that way and slow to anger. As the Bible talks about being slow to anger or slow to wrath, you will begin to see a shift where your response echoes the response of what Jesus did for humanity and what he did for you. And as this last part of this verse says, for love is supreme and must flow through each of these virtues. Love becomes the true or the mark of true maturity. So love is the mark of true maturity. When we are walking in love, when we are walking in by default forgiveness, and we are walking in those things that God has called us to, then we are walking with the true mark of maturity. And in that place, we will see you know, our, our faith and, you know, all of these, these fruits of the spirit and all, all of these, you know, signs that we crave and desire to see exhibited in our lives and in our community and in our church, when we're walking with God and in a true reflection of his love for humanity, including those in the body of Christ who rub our you know, feathers wrong, when we develop this understanding of his love for us, in us, and through us, when we develop a true understanding of that and we reach that mark of true maturity, we're going to be unstoppable as a body of Christ. You know, and I'm believing for the day that the church comes together in unity instead of division because of our pet offenses and our pet peeves and, you know, all these things that seem to be dividing the church, that seem to be bringing division and and heartache and um, disillusionment and that push people away from the church because you know people have gotten hung up on things that they shouldn't be hung up on you know my desire for the church is that we rise up and that we become the church that he's called us to and the way that we do that is that we understand that we have been forgiven and that we have been greatly forgiven and that great forgiveness that's been bestowed upon us, he bestowed it upon the whole world and that we are called to be exhibitors of that forgiveness and of that love and to live it in our world and through all the influences that we have in our, you know, little world and our our realm of, you know, influence, so to speak. 
When we come to a place where we understand that and we truly access his love and his forgiveness and we exhibit it to those around us, the church will be unstoppable. But when we continue to live in unforgiveness, when we continue to, to propagate strife and division, whatever the source of it may be, whether it's, you know, doctrine or, um, you know, uh, racial tensions or cultural or, you know, whatever it is that's causing division. If we continue to magnify those things, we will be crippled as a church. But when we come together in unity and we come together understanding the love of God and his forgiveness for humanity, oh, our faith will be unstoppable. We will touch, you know, the world like never before, if we ever get into that place that we see exhibited in, you know, the early church. And they were not without their faults. But if we ever get to that place where we are unified and we understand his love for us and we understand his love for the world and we have an understanding of forgiveness and how much we are called to forgive those who do things against us you know you know I, um let me let me go to another verse because jesus when he was on the cross i have it in my notes i just gotta find it when he was on the cross you know you gotta think about this he had been beaten he had been beaten. He had been hung up on the cross, you know, just bloodied and bruised and all these horrible things. And yet, he said something very, very important. Something that, that speaks um, to this, this situation. Here it is. So um, this is actually in several um, of the Gospels, but I'm going to be reading it from Luke. So it's Luke 23, 34. And it says, while they were nailing Jesus to the cross, he prayed over and over, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. The soldiers, after they crucified him, gambled over his clothing so the whole time he's being nailed to the cross after you know if you go and study what happened to him before that point it's awful or if you've seen the passion of the christ movie um you know that came out when i was in high school and you know if you've seen that that doesn't even come i mean it's it's a pretty good like hollywood representation of what happened but even then it doesn't come close to showing the full description of, you know, what we see in scripture, what happened to him. And in the, even after all that had happened, here he is being nailed to the cross and he's saying, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. In that moment of being completely like emaciated and, and abused and his body just torn to shreds, 
He's saying to forgive them because they know not what they do while at the foot of his cross they're gambling over his clothes and his garments and they're mocking him and he is still saying, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. I believe that is a key component to our response. You know, for years we wore those WWJD bracelets. What would Jesus do? And what would Jesus do in the midst of horrible treatment? I've never been treated as badly as Jesus was that day. You know, I mean, yes, I have been hurt and had some horrible experiences, but nothing, nothing compared to what Jesus went through. And yet in the midst of that, he could say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. If he can hang on that cross for all of our sins and still say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. You think you could respond that way the next time someone says something that hurts your feelings or the next time someone doesn't talk to you and it, you know, kind of rubs your feathers wrong. You think you could say that, you know, maybe have some understanding. Sometimes we don't know what people are going to, going through. And what may come across as something malicious, it may just be that person's going through something and they didn't even realize they walked past you and didn't say anything. So, you know, it's so important for us to, co to come to this place where we understand forgiveness and we understand God's love for humanity and not only understand it, but we live it. Hallelujah. So that that's where I'm going to wrap it up today. But, you know, I got stirred up. Uh, I don't know about you, um, but there's so much more on this topic that I want to share from. And that's why I called this podcast, you know, Heart Chats with Jessica, because I'm just going to share from my heart as as things are stirred in my heart. I'm going to share them with you guys. But um, I thank you for listening and I hope you tune in. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. So you can get alerted um, when we have new episodes. And um, also be sure to review, you know, if you haven't done that yet. We would appreciate some stars and a good little review on there. That helps us out. So um, I hope you have a blessed day. And I hope that, you know, this was a, a blessing to you, this word from my heart. This little heart chat with me today about forgiveness and the importance of us coming into a place of unity as a church, you know, individually and incorporately and how important that peace is to our faith walk and to the church being who we're called to be. So praise God. I hope it blessed you. And I look forward to having you in on another heart chat with me in the future. Have a blessed day. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Be sure to subscribe and check out more episodes for uplifting, timely words, as well as informative interviews with experts in various areas of life and ministry, all with the purpose to help you live a life you love with eternal impact.